This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode 98. I am Craig, your host. Over there, he is Chris. The one and only. How you doing, Chris? I'm still here. Doing, yeah. doing pretty well. Good. Yeah, your week's been okay. It's been good, but it's been crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been nuts. Like it, it, the last two weeks, it seems like just a whirlwind. Well, uh, it, it, let this podcast, Chris, be the calming center <laughs> in the storm that is your life. Um, uh, <laughs> today we are um, talking. <laughs> you're not helping. <laughs> Today, we are talking about uh, February 2022 financials, uh, but today it's going to be kind of an expanded financials episode uh, because there's a lot going on, uh, not not just in the numbers, but in the world. And I, I knew before you ever told me what we were talking about today, I knew we were going to bring up fuel costs just because things are, are nuts right now. It's, it's so, insane. So for people who are listening to this podcast, um, you know, six D years in the future, uh, sorry, this is, this is going to be pretty current, <laughs> but, uh, but there's going to be a lot of good things, um, that, that are going to be relevant even in the future. We will talk about what's going on right now, but uh, near the end of the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about, um, something that we've never talked about regarding profit and loss statements and a different way to kind of look at them where you compare your expenses to your overall income. And this is going to be a, you know, that what's going on with all the fuel and everything is going to be a really good opportunity to kind of dive into that and really see how you can compare expenses with income and compare it to previous times. And, you know, is this fuel spike really hurting us right right and so uh, this in other words this episode we're going to get a little more nitty-gritty into the numbers on the PL. uh so to that end people should go to hollandassetsllc.com to check out the full show notes and the uh the attendant uh documentation yep there's going to be something with, new in the show notes oh what's that uh, regarding the uh, i'm going to I'm going to do something really cool. I mean, you're going to love it. It's oh, going to be awesome. It's a spreadsheet, isn't it? It is a spreadsheet. I'm going to do the, <laughs> I'm going to do the profit and loss statement. I'm going to put it on as an Excel spreadsheet because, because of what we're going to talk about a little bit later on. This is, uh, this, um, percentage of income, you know, measuring your expenses based off a percentage of income is a really good tool to have in your belt. And so, you know, stick around for the very end when we talk about this, We'll go into it in detail. It's it's a good thing to understand. Okay. All right. Duly noted. So yeah, hollandassetsllc.com for all that documentation. Go to motorcarrierhq.com if you are uh, just starting or thinking about starting your own trucking company. We'd love to see you there um, and have you chat with one of the one of the what do you call them? Coaches, consultants. Yep. Coaches, business coaches. coaches. There you go. Uh, all right. So Chris, let's get started. Um, do you do you want to? Talk about fuel up front, uh, or do you want to kind of dive in the numbers first and then pull back and let's, talk about Let's talk for a minute a, a little bit about fuel, because okay. um, we won't get into the specifics of this month, but I want to talk about fuel generally, what's going on right now, because it's it's insane. It is. So, so as we're recording, as we're releasing this, it's what, March 16th? 
2022. So just to give people a, a historical perspective, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, things have been climbing like crazy the last two, three weeks, yeah, something like that. Two weeks for sure. Um, we, so we're, we're just kind of entering the third week when Russia invaded Ukraine, which just blows my mind where the logic behind this, I think this is going to put Russia back into the dark ages. Well, I think it's going to be bad for the entire company country long term, but politics aside, um, bad decision. It's affecting the entire world right now. And the biggest area where it seems to be, you know, affecting people outside of Ukraine where they're fighting for their lives. And yeah, man, what they're doing there is just so inspirational. It's, it's hard to watch, but it's neat at the same time to see people fighting for their freedoms the way they have been. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so it's caused fuel prices to just go nuts. Um, to put put in perspective, we went, essentially in this last week, we went from spending about $8,000 a month in, or a week in fuel for all um, five of our trucks that are running to last week we spent over $13,250. Smokes, that's like a 60% increase almost. Yeah, something like that. Wow. And, and you know why I That's know incredible. that number, 13,250? Because it's huge. It's big and it's exactly what our credit limit was oh. <laughs> <laughs> on our fuel line. And You're so, pushing so our, it. yeah, our, our credit, our, the way our fuel card, the fuel line that we've got works is you run on credit for a week and then it pays off once a week. Right. And, you know, resets. Well, guess what happened Sunday? You know, we completely run out of that $13,200.50 of credit. And so we're Amazing. scrambling trying to, you know, make sure our drivers can pay for their fuel. Um, and it, it just, it was just a little bit of a mess. And it's just one of those things you don't, I mean, we, you think, I mean, we've, we've typically had a good four or $5,000 cushion at, right. in, in on that account. And then all of a sudden it's gone in one week. It just, it kind of caught us off guard. Is that something you're able to make a, a call to the bank about and, or whoever's holding that card? Not on a Sunday night. Yeah, well, okay, good point. Yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. So what'd you do? Well, in, in my situation, I'm I'm a little bit lucky. So we, we did a couple things. Sunday night, we um, just had a, we had one driver that had to fuel Sunday night and, and that driver um, just used a credit card, which is not the best way to do it, but right. you know, we can at least get fuel in a truck. And then Monday morning, and this puts me in a little bit more of a unique situation than most people. You know, I've got a factoring company that can transfer right. that kind of has a, we've got a fuel card that car that's tied to the factoring company. So I could have somebody just transfer money onto that fuel card. Easy. Mo most people aren't going to have necessarily that easy of a time doing that. Right. So, um, be smarter than us. <laughs> and when prices, fuel prices are changing that quickly, you just watch, you know, what either that credit limit or the balance that you've got on your fuel card or whatever it is. Cause it, I mean, it, it went fast. So in, in that case, yeah, cause it's hard to be reactive. Like you said, it's Sunday night. You, there's nothing you can do. You can't call anybody about it. So for somebody in your position, the company's been in place for almost three years now. Um, you've run a lot of loads. You've got five trucks on the road. Uh, so you've built up, presumably, some goodwill. Could you, when you, you see the writing on the wall, okay, now that there's this invasion happening, there's the, uh, the kibosh on Russian energy, et cetera, et cetera. So you, looking at the, again, the writing on the wall, fuel prices are probably going to go up. Would you recommend that people then proactively call 
you know, whoever's holding that fuel card and say, hey, can can we bump this up just in case things Absolutely. go haywire? I, yeah. I wish we would have done that. And I, I think we probably would have been okay doing that. I mean, the, the fuel card companies see that happening and they, you know, we've had a good record with them, never missed any payments, never bounced any payments, anything like that. So I think we probably could have could have done that pretty easily. So here's a couple changes that we're doing to try to make this so it doesn't happen again. Um, we've got a a secondary fuel card that we can put money on. And this is the one that we transferred the money into where we can essentially put money on and just kind of have in a reserve. So, you know, if we throw a few thousand dollars into that account, just have it sitting there in case we run out on the credit account, it, it's, it, it's good to go. So we've done that. The second thing we do is we ask for a, a lit credit limit increase and then the third thing we've done, and this is actually going to have the biggest impact, um, instead of just drafting once a week from our checking account to pay off the credit line, we're going to have them start doing it two times a week. Oh, okay. And the biggest thing is, and I, this is probably, if I had to do things all over again, so everybody kind of take note of this, our, our, um, you can pick which day of the week you want that to draft and reset. We picked Tuesday. I just kind of, I don't, I can't remember why I just kind of pulled it out <laughs> sure. of the air probably. Um, and so ours redrafts drafts on Tuesday. I think you should do it on Friday. I so was just going to say. resets for the weekend so you don't have to worry about the weekend. Because solving problems like getting more money onto your fuel card on a weekend is a lot harder to do than it is during the week. And so we're actually going to have them draft it twice a week. Still stay with the Tuesday, but then also draft on Friday so that, you know, that, that essentially kind of doubles our credit line. Right. Yeah, at least doubles your wiggle room within your yeah. credit line. And and like I've talked about in the past, we talked a few episodes ago, one of our initiatives is to have $15,000 per truck in our checking account, which we do. And so, you know, you don't make any interest on money in your checking account. So just having that draft twice a week instead of once a week really doesn't make any difference. Right. It's just us. putting it your just, money to work. It puts our money to work and it and it kind of eases our, gives us a little bit of peace of mind knowing that we're, we're, it's less likely that we're going to run into that kind of an issue again. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, you mentioned that we are going to use um, uh, fuel costs and other expenses uh, as a way to look at, um, what'd you say, as a percentage of your income and how to, how to look at that in more detail. We're going to get into that, but I think first we should probably talk about the actual February numbers uh, for the road and then dive in a little deeper. Let's yeah? jump into it. Yep. Okay. So February 2022... How was it? This is before the world blew up, uh, right? For the most part, yeah. I think so. I think if I remember, I'm just pulling this off the top of my head. I think Russia invaded Ukraine somewhere around the 24th of February, 26th, maybe. Yeah, so right the at end. the end of the month. Yeah. So yeah, fe February wasn't February wasn't really affected at all by that decision. So how was the month? How'd it go? It was a good month. Um, the The good year continues. Um, we had all five trucks running for most of the month. The fifth truck started sometime right around the 10th of February. So it didn't, we didn't have five running for the full month, but for most of the month. Mm -hmm. And so, so that was good to see five trucks going well. Okay. So total miles run off of four and a half trucks. I'm going to do something I haven't had to do before. <laughs> What's that? And this is going to, this is another story of, man, things are weird right now. Okay. Um, we, I, I had to estimate our miles for the month. Oh, I didn't have an exact number because truck number five, um, when we ordered the ELD, the, the ELD comes, it's a little black box that sits on the, the dash, but then it's got a cable that connects to the, com the, the computer system okay. in the truck. Yeah. And, um, they gave us the wrong cable. 
boy. And so we had to have um, our our driver that that took over truck number five, um, Greg. He had to run on paper logs for about a week, maybe ten days. That first trip, mm. oh, while it was boy. out. Shout out, Greg. Shout out, Greg. Welcome yeah, to the job, company. Greg. Well, no, Greg. Greg's been with us for a while. Oh, he okay. just he <laughs> transitioned from he went from tr- the truck one that I drove to we put him in the oh, truck okay. truck five. Got it. Um, so I'm pretty sure, like I'm confident that we're within a couple hundred miles here. So it's close. It's not. It's immaterial the difference that it would right. have been. But uh, forty eight thousand six hundred eighty two miles. Wow. Okay. So forty eight. I'm doing some. I'm doing math live, Chris. Never do math live. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I. I think with that fifth truck starting on the tenth, that seems about right. Yeah. Pretty yeah. close. Yep. You, with five trucks, you'd want to be between what fifty five and sixty for I, a full month. Yep. God, so look at a, you with all these numbers and math <laughs> on the fly. You're doing pretty well. You've learned this stuff. So I know, right? Yeah. It's it's only been two and a half years, Chris. Um, so <laughs> with that in mind, February is a short month anyway. Plus, the truck wasn't on the road the full month. So yeah, that seems like about the right amount of miles we'd be shooting for. Yep. Okay. Good. So of that, Deadhead was okay. Deadhead was okay. It was uh, 3,453 miles, which is is still good, but it's a little higher than it has been. We've The last several months, we've been hovering closer to 5%. So it's a bit of a jump. So this really, is but uh, how many, what's the percentage on that? 7%. 7%. Okay. And we've yeah. been closer to 5 the last little bit. All right. Uh, all right. So that brought in a total revenue number of? Drum roll. This is a, we're hitting a new record and oh, it kind of, really? it kind of blows me away. It, it was higher than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Um, $162,139 and 10 cents. I, okay. Pause for the applause sound effect <laughs> that maybe I'll, I'll put in there later. I don't know. <laughs> no, that sounds great. So yeah, new record. Uh, what was the previous record? Do you remember? I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was closer to like 140, 145. Something oh, like wow. That. So it really, Blew yeah, that a pretty good jump. Blew that old record out of the water. I guess that's what happens when you add a new truck, Chris. Yeah. Uh, and okay, so the all-in rate per mile, uh, company-wide was three dollars thirty-three cents a mile, which is definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'll say, yeah, especially for February, good. right? Yeah. That's uh, absolutely. That's a really great one. So, do you before we get into you know the uh, what the profit realized was and all that all that stuff. That 333 number, the rate per mile, do you expect that to hold um, with all this turmoil going on or do you expect that to dip? I honestly, I think it's probably the the 333, um, I, I expect it's probably going to increase a little bit because of the fuel price. Mm, you know, yeah. it, whether it's 333, if you take the average of what it's been over the last six months, I think the average is going to go up just because of fuel prices right i mean they've gone up so much that it usually takes a little while for the freight market to adjust to rising fuel prices especially when they've increased as fast as they have so it it may take a a few more weeks before that happens but we'll learn how to see if that's happening that's one of the things we're going to talk about with uh this percentage of expense thing we've we've mentioned like 50 times now (laughs) (laughs) it's called a professional tease chris okay we've done it a lot yeah it's uh, if only it were for something you know, sexier yeah. than expense P&L reports. and expense reports. That's not sexy. I'm sure we could find wow. some, some way that PNL is a, a horrible acronym, you're, but you're making me feel bad. I, I, I thought it was sexy. <laughs> All right, Chris, well, before we get to that, let's talk about profit. 
What was the profit realized for February? It was $48,286.79. Another, another record. Another record. Yeah, yep. I was just going to say, that's yeah, pretty, pretty high. Good, pretty good month. Looking good. Okay, so uh, that that number, did that number surprise you in the way that the rate per mile did? It did, and and a lot of because before, like I, I when I go through the P&L, like, and, and I... I go and I do all my reconciliations in my accounts and then I pull the profit and loss statements and I'll kind of just go through it line item by line item. And before, so I I'm doing that before I've seen the net income number. And so I'm going through everything and I'm looking at some of the expenses that we had come through this month. And I'm thinking, (laughs) Oh, this, this may not be as good as I thought it was going to be. And so by the time I got to the bottom of it and saw that $48,000 number, I was like, Whoa, that, that surprises me. So a lot of it has to do because the rate per mile was so, was so good that's a big reason why it's high despite some of the expenses that we had come through that we'll we'll talk a little bit about some of them here in a second yeah all right very good so uh yeah is there anything else from those specific numbers that you want to pull out or should we start diving a little bit deeper like we've been promising over and over yeah let's dive into those numbers we'll, we'll go through the, the pnl and then okay. we'll then we'll go to what we've been teasing so uh, so let's get into some of the numbers from that P&L then. Uh, we, we've talked about, obviously, we've talked about the income. We've talked about the profit realized. But um, what are what are some of the specific expenses or other numbers that you want to pull out? So there's a, there's about five or six of them here. Um, the marketing and advertising expense. So some of this stuff has to do with bringing truck number five on. So mm-hmm. you, you usually on our profit and loss statement, you don't see that marketing and advertising category because we're not doing a lot of marketing and advertising. This was the signage for the truck and the trailer. Oh, okay. For, for truck number five. Just so a single truck and a single trailer, uh, you wanted to put some signage up on that. Yeah, How so much it's just the hauling assets, uh-huh. the logo, everything. It was uh, 1100 little over 1100 bucks. Man. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're not that, cheap. Those, it, those vinyl lettering and probably could have got a discount if you'd put my face on there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, they've been, they've been like, oh, it's such a pleasure to, I to think put this on the truck I, that, I think we would have been charged triple personally. But <laughs> so, uh, what do so I know? a little over 1100 bucks then uh, to to do the signage on truck and trailer five. This is on all five trucks now then? They're it's uniform? On all five. Yeah, no, they're not uniform. Truck number, well, the, the logo is the same, but truck number one that had that fancy, the nice trailer wrap, we haven't, those are really expensive. Oh, okay. So we haven't done that again. Okay. So, all right, that's good to know. I, I did, I, I think I sent you a text, a buddy of mine, spotted yeah, one of your you trucks me. going yeah. down the road uh or yeah i need to send you that picture so i i should say to everybody else who's watching and listening um if you spot a holland assets truck on the road and it's safe to do so or you know maybe you're at a truck stop or something you snap a photo and uh send it our way we'd love to i love to see those yeah, yeah i'd love to hear about that it's fun catch one of our guys out in the wild <laughs> that's right making money you, you'll need a you'll need a big net okay <laughs> uh all right so what other uh numbers do you want to pull out um the the dispatch and factoring fee was bigger than normal and this i i didn't notice this when when i did january's numbers but there were a few some of the charges came through and were dated in january or in february that should have been attributed to january oh and i didn't want to normally like when i if i was just doing the books for myself I would would have gone back and adjusted those dates, but where I've already published the January numbers, um, I I didn't want to put backdate those because that would have messed up what I put out to everybody else before. And I get people calling up and say, "Hey, you said it was you made this much money in January. Now it only shows this much." And right. So just to try to keep things even, it, January was a little 
higher than it should have been higher expense wise or well, uh, revenue no, it was, wise it was or profit higher wise. it was profit wise because there should have been some more expenses that are now in february that should have been in january so so what you're saying if i understand correctly is that you you kind of post dated your expenses and february should have been even more profitable than it turned out to be yes it was a record month that would have broken the record even harder yes okay all right <laughs> that's good to know yep. um all right so that's that's cool um any, anything else on dispatch and factoring or do you want to move on to the next one um i i kind of want to skip the next one because it's fuel and just yikes <laughs> it was <laughs> it, just bad it was, everybody knows it was high yeah. okay all right so fuel, and we talked we talked about that already yeah. uh okay so what else what other line items you want to go through um there was uh a bump in truck insurance for adding truck number five. Sure, we we sure. basically had to pay a, a little bit of a down payment. And um, our the way our insurance renewal works is um, we we renew in April. And so we actually, when we added that truck in February, we just had to pay the full what was left just for that truck through April. Oh, okay. So basically, what is that? Two months worth of... Right. Basically, February and March is... So you're, you're for it. essentially trying to get all of your trucks on the same renewal schedule. Yeah, and that's how it always works. If you add a truck the last day of your policy, you only pay for one day's worth. Mm, okay. All right. Okay. So your policy covers any future trucks that yeah. you, you bring on. So I, I, the theme I'm sensing here as we go through these line items is basically anytime you add a new truck, it's going to add a crap load of expenses on it is. The, on that month's P&L. If you, right? and, well, not just that month. If you remember right, the last, probably, I think the last three P&L episodes we've talked about, we've been, there's been little things that we've been purchasing along the way for truck number five. And so, there, you know, the ELD, I think we purchased in Janu- December or January. And, you know, there's been a hand, the tools and some of the stuff that you've got to put in the truck. We've been just kind of over the last three months or so getting ready for it and, buying some of that stuff right right but then and when the truck is it when the truck comes in or when you start the purchase of uh, start the process of purchasing the truck that you have to go through the loan um and and doing all the expenses associated with the loan when does that all come into play great lead into the next thing uh-huh. that we're going to talk about um look at me most Chris, of the, i'm a pro you are a pro most of the loan stuff happens like right when you take the truck oh, okay. right, right when you get delivery of it um, it takes a while to get everything all ready to go, but the expense of it typically comes the, at the time that you take delivery. Got it. So in this situation, one of our biggest expenses um, was a loan origination fee. We had to pay the bank, essentially, the loan origination fee for the, the truck and trailer, um, and that was $3,332.30. I put this under interest. Oof. Yeah. It's not cheap. No, that is not cheap. Yeah, when it's, I mean, you're basically a $250,000 loan for a truck and a trailer. Yeah, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. So that just put, a, well, I put under interest expense. Um, and so the interest expense this month is a lot higher than normal. And that's why. So is that, uh, that loan origination fee, is that cash out or do you, do they roll that into the loan for the truck? You can do it. I'm thinking of like home loans is something else comparably huge, right? You can do it either way. Um, in this situation, I mean, we just paid it. You you had it, so you might as well pay it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes makes sense. Otherwise you're paying, you know, if you roll it into the loan, then you're going to be paying interest on that as well. And right. And nobody wants to do that. Uh, who wants to do that? Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah. Anything else on the the loan side of it, the bank side of things? Not not the loan side, but now that we're talking about interest, this kind of got me. One of the common questions that I get from people all the time 
it got me thinking about this question when I was going through the interest pieces. Why doesn't your truck and trailer payment show up on your profit and loss statement? That's actually a great question. It is I've a, never thought to ask it. It is a good question and it, and it doesn't. It does, but it doesn't. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. All right. Thanks everybody for listening to there this episode so, now that everything's clear. I'm going to try to break it down and make it a little <laughs> bit more clear. Okay. So if you think about it, whenever you make a payment on a loan, a, a term loan, so like a term loan would be something that, you know, it, it's for a certain amount and it's going to be paid off in a certain period of time. Right. Car loans and home loans are usually term loans. Yep, exactly. And so there, there's always at least two aspects of every term loan. And that is a principal piece of the payment and an interest piece of the payment. Right. And so, and that changes over time when your balance is really high on the loan. Like when you first get it, you're going to pay a lot more of that payment goes to interest and less of it goes to principal. As you get closer to having it paid off because the balance is so low, you're paying less of interest and more onto the principal. And so, um, if you take that interest and principal piece of that payment, let's just for, for an example, use for an example, say you've got a thousand dollar payment. Obviously a truck payment is going to be higher than that. Ours are about, well, I'll use ours as an example. Um, our payments for a new truck and a trailer, the loans are, it's, it's combined. And so it's one loan for the truck and one loan for the truck. It's the same loan, right. both in that same loan. Um, and the payments on, on average for the new trucks and trailers that we're getting is, is about $3,700 a month. Okay. And roughly $700 of it is going to interest right now because the loan balances are high. They're pretty new loans. And about $3,000 of it is going to principal. The principal. And so on, what's going to show up on your profit and loss statement is just that interest piece because it's an expense. It's money that's going out the door that you're not getting. Whereas the principal is going toward an asset that you retain. Yeah. And you're and paying so off that's... a balance of a loan. Right. And so it's not it's not an expense. It seems like an expense, but it's really not because you're paying off a loan where the expense comes in. And this is one thing like I've, I've toyed with doing, and I just haven't ever really got around to doing it. And this would actually give us a little bit more accurate depiction of our profit and loss. And so someday I hope to kind of get my act together and do it is you do it. You with any asset of, especially a fixed asset, like a truck, you do a depreciation because mm-hmm. that it loses value over time. Right. Right. And that depreciation over time is going to offset that principle. And so you've got an expense. And so the way that I do it right now is because I, I haven't really taken the time to go and f- do a monthly depreciation schedule at the end of the year when my accountant does my taxes, he takes that whole depreciation expense at the end of the year rather than spreading it out monthly. Right. And that would be, if we did a depreciation expense on a monthly basis, that would show up on the profit and loss statement. I see. Okay. But instead you're just doing it yearly. I'm just doing it yearly. So right it now. really just shows up on your taxes basically. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and it'll, if, when I do a profit and loss statement at the end of the year, after my accountant has gone and done everything, it will show that. And it, so that's kind of that, that depreciation expense basically would account for the principal portion of your truck payment. Right. Well, Chris, I think it's time. I think our professional tease has come to a head. It's time to talk about expenses. Uh, what was it? Expenses as a percentage of income, yep. which, you know, is like spreadsheets themselves is an awfully sexy phrase. <laughs> uh, but expenses as a percentage of income. What, why do you want to talk about this concept? Uh, let's, yeah, let's intro it that way. Because it, it's a, so as I was talking to, they were thinking about fuel and fuel expenses this, this month, um, I, I wanted to see how 
it compared with past months, not just from a, a strictly dollar amount, because I know like, wow, the, the fuel expense has gone up quite a bit. Like you see the actual dollar amount. But what does that mean? Is it is it hurting my business? Is it not hurting my business? And so one way that you can see that is through your you know, comparing it as a percentage of your income. And so what you basically do is you take any expense. And so we're going to talk mostly about fuel right now, but you take any expense and let's say in, in this situation, um, let's say we've got $20,000 in the month in fuel. Okay. And our total income, our revenue was a hundred thousand dollars. 20% of your revenue. Yeah. So basically what it is, you take that $20,000 you divide it by $100,000, the total income, and that gives you 20%. Right. And so our, our fuel expense was 20% of our income. And so one way to look at this is you go back and you compare month after month. You go back and you look at the last six months and say, hey, has you know, has it, how's it changed? So I actually did that. And so let's talk about actual numbers and we okay. can use this as an example. So the first thing I did is I went and looked at, if you remember the first year of operation, we did a, an episode that we talked about everything on the first year. So I went and pulled, you know, got that profit and loss statement, looked at it again. And I should have wrote down the hard numbers too. I don't have them. But in that first year, our percentage of fuel to our income was 25.3%. Okay. So first year, 25.3. All right. Yep. So that's our benchmark. That's our, that's, that is or one of the benchmarks. Yes, benchmark. absolutely. And then in October of last year, so October, 2021, it was 23.3%. A little lower. A little lower. Okay. In November, it was 25.8%. A little higher. Yep. In December, it was 19.3%. Ooh. So it dropped quite a bit. And so that's as a percentage of income, which may not be about fuel costs. It may be about the rates that you're getting in December. Yeah. Yeah, so Being there's so a, much higher. There's right. a, a bunch of different factors. Yeah, right. if your freight rates go higher, uh, and your fuel essentially costs stay about the same, it's going to affect that number. Um, you know how people drive is going to affect it. If you're an owner operator, like it, the bigger your fleet is, the more accurate this number is going to be. Like you mm -hmm. take for example, if you're an owner operator and you've only got one truck, you're fueling one time. You know you're fueling that one truck, but if you fuel it. Say you, f it gets a tank of fuel on the first of, um, the first of the month, and then it gets another tank on the very last of the month. You probably have an extra tank of fuel, in in that month's profit right. and loss statement. Which, when you're talking about one truck and one extra tank, that that can easily move this number five percent. Yeah, and so it's it you kind of have to to look and see why the numbers the way that it is too a little bit. So for December where it dropped that much, revenue was high. Um, guys took a decent amount of time off for Christmas, and so we didn't spend quite as much as in the the fuel expense right. number was a little bit lower. And so I kind of throw that one off to the side. A lot of times when you're comparing numbers, you want to throw the highest number out. And, and you the want to throw the number. lowest number out because they're typically anomalies. Right. And then look at the the more like what's in the middle. Statistics 101, Chris. There you go. Uh, yeah. I didn't take that class. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so in January, it was 24.9. And then in February, it was 22.45. Okay. So, so for the most part, we've been in that mid like 23-ish percent, you know, kind of averaging right around there. Does this track with other companies, other trucking companies that you work with? Uh, does that seem like it's about right? Do you guys, do you, does it seem like you guys are even more efficient than normal no, or it, less? It, it's pretty close. And that that's another really good point is that's another way that 
this percentage-based system is really good to compare because you can kind of compare your little trucking company to one of the biggest trucking companies in the world because if you just are comparing what is my percentage of expense for fuel compared to XYZ's company percentage of fuel, yeah. you can kind of see it's a great way to compare way different sized companies. Yeah. And it's more of an apples to apples comparison. This is, this is really interesting. Actually, I, it's funny. I've been doing, <laughs> I've been working with a dental accountant uh, and dentist offices have very, it's, it's very not strict or rigid, but it's like really consistent uh, expenses as a percentage of income. And I wonder, Chris, maybe that would be a good thing for us to look at in the future is like diving into uh, what, what your typical expense ratios would be for a company, you know, yeah. whether it's fuel costs or insurance costs I, or I whatever. To, I need to do a little bit better research on this, but this would make a really good podcast episode at some point. Like what are the industry averages? Right. And, yeah, exactly. And then, then we can figure out what the industry averages are. Then we can, um, you know, kind of help people a little bit better understand how they're doing. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, okay. So cool. Where do you want to take this now? Uh, now that I've got the concept uh, of what you were talking about. And, and we, we've talked about it with fuel. Is there anywhere else you want to go with this idea? So we've already touched on some of these a little bit, but let's talk about why this is helpful. Um, one, like I said, you can compare different sized companies to each other pretty accurately. Mm -hmm. uh, another good way is to find trends. And so, you know, where we see in February where like that last week of Feb, well, it, it's really started happening in March. So March is going to be the month we're going to want to look at and say, okay, we, we spent 22 0.45% of our, our, um, fuel expense, it, it was 22.45% of our, our total income. Is that good or bad? And so February is that, let's see what it looks like in March. And then if we see it shoot up, we've got a problem. But if you see, um, if you see freight rates increase quite a bit to compensate for that and, and your percentage stays the same, you're like, oh, you know, it, it has increased, but I'm making a little bit more money to offset it. Right. So it's not a big deal. And, and usually it takes some time for the, the freight market to catch up to the fuel market. So we, I, my suspicion is, and it'll be interesting to see what happens, but my suspicion is in March, we'll see that number increase. But in April and May, we'll probably see it kind of come back closer to normal to that mid twenties okay. range. Yeah. Could be, could be a good thing to keep track of. If it stays higher there, then we, we we're going to have an issue and that's something that we're going to want to keep our eyes on. We may want to start to get a little bit more disciplined with our fuel. We may want to watch some other things because we know that's going to have a big effect on our profit margins. If that percentage gets way out of whack. So this, it sounds like a lot of work, <laughs> to keep track of this stuff and to do all these comparisons. I mean, you're talking about, you know, uh, spreadsheets and uh, historical comparisons and all that stuff. Is this, is, is it difficult to figure this stuff out or do you have any shortcuts, any ways people can go about it? it it's not difficult. And there's a couple different ways you can go about it. Depending on your accounting system, it can be super easy. Like QuickBooks has a, um, when you pull a profit and loss statement, there's a drop down menu that's, um, let's see if I've got it written down here somewhere. I think I do, but I can't see it right now. But it basically says compare like to previous period or something like that. Mm -hmm. You hit that drop down menu and one of the check marks is percentage of income. You just check that and it will show your hard numbers like it normally has. And then it will show that percentage in a column right next oh, to it. Okay. And so the profit and loss statement that I put on the website in the show notes this time has that. I've never put that on there before, but it has it this time. So you can see not just what our fuel percentage was, 
but our expenses based, you know, for all the other categories as well. There you go. All right. So very good. And again, people can go check that out at hollandassetsllc.com. That's hollandassetsllc.com. And another way you can do it, if you're doing your profit and loss statements on an Excel spreadsheet, or if you've got some other kind of accounting system that doesn't do it, but will let you export it to Excel, or if you just enter everything into Excel, you can... Um, you can just do the formula yourself. Formulas, it's, yeah. it's pretty easy. It's just, again, it's taking that expense, dividing it by the total income. And so, you know, I'll get really nerdy here for just one second. I'm so just excited. When you do the spreadsheets, you can copy and paste formulas. It gets really easy. You don't have to do all of them, but make sure you can use some dollar signs and Google this if you don't know how to do it. But if you put dollar signs in front of the, the column letter and the row number, it will hold that column. So you want to do that on the income one. So, cause you're going to be using the income for every expense that you divide by. Right. So in, in our situation, $20,000 of fuel divided by a hundred thousand dollars in income. Right. Um, if it's $30,000 in payroll expenses divided by a hundred, that hundred thousand dollars is the same every time. And so you can put those dollar signs in the formula and then you can copy and paste it all throughout the rest of the formulas. And it's easy to do. You just kind of have to know how to do it. And I know I haven't explained it super well. Your eyes are glossing over. <laughs> everybody, everybody wake up. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking Chris away from his spreadsheets. <laughs> so it, it's very doable. It's one of those things you, you know, I can't really teach you how to do it over sure. the air, but you can Google it, learn how to, um, you learn how to freeze a, 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 a formula. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's not super hard to do once you, once you kind of learn how to do it. Well, there you go. All YouTube, right. So YouTube videos. Oh man. That. YouTube. You learn is, anything on YouTube. It's amazing, right? It's the single greatest college ever. Yep. Uh, okay, Chris. So with the idea of expenses as a percentage of in- income, is there anything else that you want to talk about with this today uh, before we turn this into a full episode later no I, I i think that's good i just i put the first for the first time um our profit and loss statement in an excel form on the website so they you can download it and you can kind mm-hmm. of play around with it if you want to and um, most accounting softwares you can export in either a pdf which is what i usually put on the site or an excel so you can look at both of those in the show notes very nice all right chris well i you know i think that is our impact tip for the for the day, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, it was a long impact tip, but it was all about how to figure out expenses as a percentage of income. So hopefully, people will uh, go check that out. Follow Chris's really detailed, uh, exact advice about how to freeze your formulas, and uh, if you do that, your business is guaranteed to succeed. Right, Chris? <laughs> well, I wouldn't go quite that far. Oh, okay. It, right. It's a good tool to use for sure. <laughs> no, so uh, yeah, appreciate everybody listening. Make sure you go to HollandAssetsLLC.com to check out all those uh, the full show notes and all the the uh, the sexy spreadsheets and whatnot. Uh, make sure you go to MotorCarrierHQ.com uh, to chat with one of the coaches there. And Chris, I think we're good. Shall good. we? Yeah, that was a good episode. Okay, I liked it because it's nerdy stuff. That's it was it was exceptionally. <laughs> th- this was an exceptionally Chris episode today. I'm, I'm glad you had your hair down for this episode. I, it, it, if it had been up, it would have been too tight. It would have yeah, cut off circulation yeah, in my brain. Lightened things up a little bit. Couldn't have done that fast math. So, go. all right, everybody, thanks for listening. We will see you next see time. See you.